Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are, and however filthy my glasses are, I just saw them in my own reflection, Joe. You might have mentioned something. I look blind. Welcome to a, this isn't a special edition because there's nothing special. We're going to talk about market dynamics and forces. I'm John. That is Joe from uh, EV Motoring. How are you, my friend? I'm doing pretty well. A little bit of a quick turnaround on this one, but I think we had uh, big news that uh, needed to be covered. I don't think it's big news, and I don't think it needs to be covered. See, we're going to disagree already. I think this is interesting. Um, we're going to talk about market dynamics. We're going to talk about Tesla. We're going to talk about what's going on and, and why. By the way, we're not a news source. This is just two middle-aged men talking shit. Like, the only thing that's missing from this is alcohol. Um, well, for one of us. <laughs> I just realized you don't drink, do you? Uh, what? I do drink. Oh, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm remembering back to the green one. Did he ever drink in Salt Lake City? I can't remember, but the reason I can't remember is because I was drinking. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, so as we at, at the time of recording, and I say that because I'm not sure when this will get uploaded, um, Tesla has reduced prices not just on the Model 3 and the Model Y, but on everything, um, and and we can, and what's interesting about this, the hindsight of twenty twenty vision or twenty twenty vision of hindsight, we can see that this was being signaled a while ago, and uh, you've been listening to other people's podcasts and, and and news announcements and things like this. I assume Joe today. Uh, I watched a little bit of the Inside EVs podcast, which covered it a little bit today. And um, I, honestly, I just watched CNBC today, and it had been brought up at least once every hour. So, I mean, it's it's big news across uh, the industry just because I know, find another leader of a – I mean, it's the equivalent of Apple saying we're going to take $200 off of the iPhone t tomorrow. It, it's, it's, it's not even that, Joe, but let, let, we're going to actually use the data. And that's what people haven't been doing, or they've been using it subjectively. Um, and I apologize uh, to our listener. I have to blow my nose. I do apologize. So one interesting thing I'd like to mention, at least first, is a lot of people out there uh, are like to do like to do the clickbait of, and I think we talked about this in the last podcast, about cl claiming that their inventory is ballooning. And technically it might be ballooning in relation to Tesla because typically there's almost no inventory in Tesla. And now, uh, you know, as we look right now, there's 380 Model 3s and 475 Model Ys. And I'll bet you almost all of them are over $55,000. <laughs> that's been the, uh, what I've noticed in the inventory that's still sitting around. But with that said, why don't we look at Ford and GM and think about how many vehicles they have sitting on their dealers' lots around the country? You know, the, this couple thousand Teslas isn't even a drop in the bucket compared to how many cars from other automakers are actually sitting around the country. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is what is so frustrating. This is what this is my point, Joe. Is the lack of objective reporting. The, the difference between, so let me think, Tesla, Rivian, who else is direct to market? Tesla, Rivian. Lucid and, and Fisker, Lucid. I think, will be, right? Fisker-ish. Yeah. Uh, TBA. They, Tesla reports its numbers in two ways. 
they say we sold this many, which was what, 400 and odd thousand for the last quarter, 430 odd thousand. We delivered 400 and uh -uh. there were X number in transit. Tesla doesn't count the vehicle as being off its books until the until you as a owner have sat in it and registered it. That's that's the that's the transaction point. Not the date you put it in order, not the date the wire transfer happened. No, it's the date you sit in and sign, ironically, your software user agreement, which is why they have such large margins. You're buying a computer that has wheels. And I, I say this because, you know, their historic inventory levels have been very low. But also they peak and trough because that's why they have the mad rush to get them out at the end of every quarter before Shanghai, before Berlin were on um, were online. They would export at the beginning of the quarter because that, you know, those vehicles have to go further to get into people's hands. And so they've always had this trend. But the idea that having, um, I just was looking at the numbers a few minutes ago. Let's just go. To, so we're doing absolutely, this is, this data, by the way, is coming from uh, EVCPO, which scrapes Tesla's um, inventory. And, and one thing we should highlight too, as of the filming of this, the $7,500 credit that Tesla is uh, you know, claiming you'll receive now is only through uh, vehicles in March. Now, no, is that the end of February or does that include March? I'm not. No, it's up that. to the it's up to the last day of March. Well, actually, it's up until so. Uh, so I heard a different version of this. Technically, it's up until the end point revision date of that document, which is the 31st of March. However, Correct, right, the Treasury Department could choose to push it off again. If they, they change it beforehand, then it and then 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 there is a consultation period. I believe there is essentially seven to ten days. Uh, but as, as as you said, Joe, as of this moment, right now, there are, um, in the United States of America, 381 Model 3s new. Probably a few less than that, because this is only updated every couple of hours. Uh, Model-wise, is uh, there's 475. So let's be clear on this. <laughs> They shipped 400,000, nearly 450,000 vehicles last quarter. <laughs> and you think they have an inventory problem because they've got a thousand of these in stock right now? And uh, and so if I run, actually go to Tesla's website and do the just the 200 miles, you know, around where I live, uh, there are, there is eight, no, nine Model 3 rear-wheel drive, so like my vehicle, you know, the LXP battery, short, standard range. And then all of the rest of them are over $50, $55,000. And if I go to Model Y, I'm pretty sure, I'll just double check really quick. Da -da 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 -da. Yep, every single Model Y, and there's, you know, maybe a dozen of them or so, are all over $55,000 without you know, just the set, the five seat variety. So basically cars that do not qualify have not been picked as we would expect. <laughs> yeah. uh, the short range standard, standard, the short standard range model three is going to pile up relatively pile up just because now it's only costing about $4,000 to get long range and dual motor, which is a box I would have checked if this had happened when I bought mine. Well, you've <laughs> answered the question that I, I was going to ask you, my friend, but as, as we sit here right now, 
Actually, I mean, those performance at the end of the at the end of the quarter. Theoretically, the standard range would actually lose half of its credit because the battery the battery is made in China. And actually, according to Tesla, they're claiming all of them are going to lose half of their credit. According to what I what I what I've heard, that's well, not that's not what I was just reading. Few minutes minutes. At this point. Even we don't agree with one another. My understanding is the ones that um, the 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 standard batteries. The, sorry, so the long range and performance model, the long range, will be fine because those are made in Nevada by Panasonic. Um, and uh, the, all the Model Y ones will be fine because they're all um, they're they're all made either by Panasonic in Fremont, or they're made in Texas. Well, they're actually, technically, they're made here in California at Cato Road. The thirty the uh, forty six eighty batteries for the Texas uh, Model Y, the, the the new standard range, which does officially exist as well. That's actually changed since we spoke. That now exists. How was it on the website? Uh, oh no, it's not yet. But um, actually, so actually, I think, well, I don't know. We, who knows right now? But my belief is actually that the standard range Model Y will not get any credit because the battery pack is assembled. Not only does it have minerals, most of the minerals from China, it's actually assembled in China and then shipped over here is my understanding. No, no, no. no, no. The LFP battery pack. The LFP doesn't go into a Model Y. The Model 3 I'm talking about, sorry. Well, yeah, no, they're exactly, saying that the Model 3 would you know, credit cut in half and then the Model yeah. Ys would still get their full credit. I actually think yes. the Model Ys would get their credit cut in half and the Model 3 standard range would lose its entire credit. No, no, the, the, the vehicle is manufactured. So they've brought the prices down. So they under the cutoff um, for the, uh, let me go back to the, for the Model 3. The model, the, uh, the Model why long range has now dropped to $53,000, bringing the it underneath the cap. So that's the big one. That's dropped by 20% today. Right. So, that so, the, so the battery pack in the Model Y is assembled in the U.S. So that will get half of the credit there. But the minerals, there's too many minerals from not in the U.S. You, Joe, you keep... So you keep... You keep... Um, Sorry about that, Joe. I've been having, um, we are in the middle of two cyclones right now. And so, um, you know, it's, yeah, what do you want? California, now we have too much water. I mean, we're just never happy, Joe. We're just never happy. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> if there's not enough water, the state's on fire. And now if there's too much water, the state is sliding into the ground. It is, it is its own problem. Uh, it really is. Um, no, it's interesting. You, you've got these caveats between, you know, how much you can earn and the cost of the vehicle. But what I think the, the big issue here isn't the specifics of the tax credit. And, and you and I and every other commentator has said exactly the same thing, which is what the hell? I mean, I tried to re I reread the guidance and I actually read the um, the guidance on the guidance that was put out last week where they said they were using, you know, the reason why some things are SUVs and some things is because they were using the CAFE standards, not the EPA standards, the CAFE standards on fuel consumptions used by the EPA. Like at some point they decided to use a trained gibbon to do that. The, I, I, it just beggars belief, which is why 
a plug-in hybrid qualifies for the full amount. I mean, that's the which just makes no sense. But I um, haven't. I guess I haven't really looked into this since I'm not really in that market, and I don't typically cover plug-in hybrids too much. But do you are you familiar with like so the BMW 3 Series that got a fifty four hundred dollar credit last year? Is that now a seventy five hundred dollar credit this year? So now that officially became the most affordable BMW you can buy. <laughs> the 330e, yep. Yeah. Yep, and the 530e is great value as well for a 5 series, it's great value. Um didn't didn't say it made any sense, it is just how they interpreted it. But but I think let, let's let's you know what we what we're seeing here is more what what I personally think is more interesting. By the way, the Model S and the Model X both got ten thousand minimum ten thousand dollar discounts. The Plaid came down twenty grand for crying out loud. I think there is a. I think what this is a, a lesson, and I and I say this with love, Joe. I'm old and ugly. Like I didn't realize there was a just over half your lifetime distant difference in our ages. Yeah, exactly. Um, you made a, made a lot of mistakes with somebody so young as well, is, is the nice way of putting it. <laughs> but I, this isn't that unusual. What's unusual is that because Tesla has a direct model and because of the way they have to report, it's more noticeable. And then you've got this entire um, legion of... Tesla, Elon, Teslarati. I'm not going after the publication. I'm going after you know the thinking. This is market dynamics. He just blew. He just burned two hundred billion dollars in cash and equity on Twitter. He's got margin calls on his Tesla stock. Tesla's doing fine as a business. It's growing fine. But we're about to go into significant headwinds. Interest rates are higher. The cost of borrowing has gone up. Uh, we are going with it. And, you know, we're not going into a recession recession right now, but we are going into a technology recession. Look at all the layoffs at not Twitter, ironically, but look at all the layoffs at Facebook, Google, um, uh, Amazon. You know, Amazon's laid off 25,000 people. You know, sorry, but a lot of them look like me. They, you know, this is if you listen to Prof Galloway, you know, the the the, the I don't wear mine to be cool. I wear an Ariat jacket on purpose because I I want people to think I've got concealed carry, um, <laughs> as opposed to I'm trying to save whales. But um, the so whales, the animal or the country? <laughs> you don't have to worry about the country. Seriously, the women are so hairy. I I again. If, to our listener in Wales, I'm from Halifax. I, I have no, I've nothing, I've no stake in this. But um, this is market dynamics. Yeah, we and and this is also means that the legislation and the investment, because that tax credit is an investment. That's the government saying this is the direction of travel we want you as an organization and as human beings, as taxpayers, to go in. And this is the market responding. You know, Elon wants to get his wants to sell as many cars as he can, and so he's dropped his prices. Now, if you take the battery out, and somebody said, so the Tesla battery, the seventy-seven kilowatt battery, costs eleven thousand dollars to produce. Okay, here's the thing: 
there's less metal. If you take the battery out of the situation, there's less metal in a Model 3 or a Model Y than there is in a Camry. And Tesla's efficiencies, production efficiencies, you know, the, the mega casting, it's not just for marketing. It's cheaper. It's cheaper. It's stronger. One part doesn't need any welding to any other parts. Well, um, it's, it's pretty well known. I mean, obviously, Tesla's whole company is the, uh, e, I mean, the whole car company is EVs. But if you look at GM, Ford, Hyundai, Kia, they are not profitable on their EVs. You know, and that's that could be, you know, it can be uh, cost of labor, things like that. But it's also really just economies of scale. It's, it's economies making, of scale. It's standardization of parts. And casting. Um, you know, <laughs> the, the casting is, is a huge part of it. A huge, huge part of it. Um, but it requires a massive upfront investment. There's a reason why they didn't do it with the Model 3 straight away, because they had to get the Model 3 working. They needed the cash flow. Once they had some, you know, and, and, and look, at here's the thing. Tesla wasn't profitable for years. It was only profitable when it was getting the government, when, when, when you were being subsidized. Then it's had two and a half, three years without any um, rebates and was still the most profitable. Uh, yeah. Not valuable. It was always that, but most profitable. Their look, at, look at the sales last year, right? The, you know, I mean, for the whole year, the Maki was sold with a credit, you know, the whole 2022. And they were the third best selling EV with, with something around 25 to 30,000. The Model Y and, and Model 3 yeah. obliterated. I actually think the Model X might have even outsold the uh, Mach E, but I'm not 100% sure on that one. Yeah, especially if you combine the, the Model X and the Model S. I mean, they were just like, but they've, they're their own category. They've never they, they've not had a tax credit for a long time. Yeah. Not only that, but the people that buy them don't qualify for them. Right. You know, um, it, 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 this is a horrible thing to say. But by the way, if you don't earn $300,000 as a married couple around here, you're not, you're not doing brilliantly. You're not doing great. Your kid's going to a regular school. Your kids. Are you shouldn't know, be looking at a model X if you don't earn that, that much either? Well, I, I know how ridiculous Look, Joe, I'm still, I'm still the, you know, the guy that used to you know work on a farm and use his hands for a living. I still find it crazy. The situation I find myself in where I live, but you know, that's, that's the reality of it. Um, but this is the market doing its job. The government said, we'll put money into this and they have responded. They've dropped the model three standard range by six and a half percent. So, and you know, so that it qualifies. So now after the tax credit, excluding any other options, um, you can take that car for 36,490, which, which is, um, how much does that compare to what you paid three weeks ago, Joe? I paid, well, I paid 41. Wait, so what, what was the number you came up with? After the credit, after the federal credit, I'm not, I'm not including the, the state one. Right. So after the state, it, it brings the price to 36,490. Right. So mine had 2000 options uh, and I paid 41. So John, so, 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 so Joe blew three grand. Yeah. Um, However, I actually did the math today because I was ready for this. So I also got 1600 extra off for finding a demo model, which can be found in theory today. Yes. Uh, I saved $600 on sales tax by taking the credit as cash on the hood that I was able to do last year. 
as well as financing at five point and a quarter percent, which is the preferred financing, you know, not guaranteed for everyone. Uh, just do simple math of put five and a quarter percent on the $7,500 credit as well. And that's another few hundred bucks. So I only threw away a thousand in my mind. <laughs> um, the model, the, the, the model three performance has come down by $9,000. That's the one I would have gotten. So, uh, <laughs> you know, and let's be clear, all that has got is slightly upgraded. It's actually got the same brakes. They just paint them. We found out recently, they just put a metal, a plastic clip on the back. Um, so it's exactly the same car, but with different software, same motors, just the and motors are optimized. Um, uh, so that's done its job, you know, that, you know, so that now comes down. The, I also really like that they brought it the price down enough that you can still choose a paint color or choose the white interior if you want. And you don't, it doesn't become a $7,000 white interior. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so again, as that's that MSRP, cause it's got to come in under the MSRP with that trim. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. Does it cost them a thousand dollars to paint it a different color? No. <laughs> um, the, the standout one for me though, is the model range, long range. So model range, model Y long range. They took 13,000 off that to bring it in under 55,000. It comes in, it starts at 52,990. So yeah, you got to keep it under 55. That allows you to, you know, put what either bigger tires or, um, or, or um, thing. Yeah, and if color, you choose, yeah, any of that stuff. Right, a color. The, and the, then the thing that I have, uh, I don't feel guilty because, uh, you know, if, if these people aren't doing their research, then they missed out. Uh, so, so anyone that took delivery last week, you know, they should have known better that with a little bit of research, you knew something was maybe happening. But those people will be spending the next two years of their life paying off the $20,000 more that they just paid for the car. <laughs> it sucks. Um, what is interesting is because it qualifies at the 80,000 level, if you spec a Model Y with the seven seats now, they did add a thousand dollars to the extra <laughs> seats option. Yeah. Um, so I don't blame them for that. I understand it. And you know, this is it's market dynamics. They're still going to be profitable if they shift the same kind of numbers. Uh, Elon said he was willing to reduce margins. Here's the thing. As soon as people start buying that software, subscribing for FSD, they're going to start taking money back. I know how we, I know how we um, capitalize software costs <laughs> and, and it, 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 it's, it's, it's all margin. Well, and that's another lever, right? They can raise the, uh, the 10 bucks a month for connectivity that I pay. They can raise it to 15 or 20. And you know what? I still want traffic and streaming in my car. And so I'm going to pay it. There's ways Tesla has ways to pull more levers. Well, you know what, Joe, we're going to leave that for another episode because um, oh, right, right now outside <laughs> Good point. Is a huh? Good point. We did we did discuss this at one. We point. did, <laughs> and not only that, but uh, right now outside is a Model Three standard range. So as I'm updating my listener, because if they might see in the video I put out on my channel, um, I was talking about I'm doing this run over the holiday weekend up to Seattle, and I didn't really want to trust the EA network. Given a choice between trusting EA network or congestion on the Tesla network, 
and the middle of these winter storms, Tesla won. Plus, I don't mind giving $300 to Hertz to put 1,800 miles on one of their vehicles. I'm very well, nice like that. Here's a question, actually. I'm genuinely shocked that Tesla has not, a lever that they have not pulled yet. My understanding is that all of the Model 3s are built the same. In other words, that my car has about 10 speakers that are software turned off in it. And I cannot believe at this point, you know, five years later, that they have not allowed a over-the-air update for, say, call it $1,000, you know, the amount of people that would check that box because they want the immersive audio package. But what do we know? That was my point, my friend. I, I picked up this car from Hertz at the airport. I have no ac I cannot access the car via the app. Mm -hmm. I have no app access, not even guest access. Um, there's no Wi-Fi. Um you know, so right now I'm doing a software, the, the car's getting a software update and it's using the Wi-Fi in the house to do that while we're actually recording this. Um, and yeah, I have questions. I need to ask, I need to talk to you after the podcast about how to do something because my phone's being weird. But I think there's more opportunity here. You remember all those Model 3s that were leased and they said they wouldn't be able to continue their leases because they were going to be robo-taxis? Did any robo-taxis recently? <laughs> um and then and this these were thoughts that occurred to me over the last 48 hours you know so hertz have bought a hundred thousand model y's and model threes so there's opportunity there for tesla to sell its services so this doesn't come with full self-driving but would i pay i don't know six to ten dollars a day Right, just like we used to have to pay to get a Garmin GPS in our rental car way back when. Yeah, I mean, this has got... So, I mean, I'm not going to bother. I've, I've turned on auto. This It's interesting to see what other people were using this car for. They hadn't turned on auto steer. <laughs> so you went to cruise control, but you didn't want to use... I don't know. Everyone's got their choices. So so one quick thing that I know we will agree on is that the, uh, the ID4 is still the best value EV made for, for that, in, that you can road trip. But now these price drops certainly impact. We go from August when I bought my Polestar 2 at $51,000 and got a tax credit on it. So effectively made my car, dual motor car $44,000 to now that car is 50. It's gone up in price. So now it's 53,000 for that Polestar dual motor and no tax credit. And now we've brought Tesla with giant price cuts into the mix and a tax credit back on the table, tax credit back on the table for them. It causes a very difficult buying decision. So you have to really dislike Tesla if you go home with the Polestar for $10,000 more and less range and electrify America, in my opinion. I will say that right now, If I had to choose between the ID4 and the Model Y long range, yeah, that would be difficult. The, that, the base model ID4 really has the price win still, but once yeah, the base the model. Road, I was going to the regular seventy-seven kilowatt one. I would be. I would still go for the ID4 because of the shape of the vehicle. Because the ID4 is just so much more practical. 
Yeah, and a couple and, thousand dollars of free charging that we essentially accumulate with the idea. I don't care. I've, I've never factored that in because it's so, um, you know, I will, I do factor in and I don't road trip every day. And, you know, I rented the model, middle. I rented the Tesla over this weekend and I'm going to have to pay for supercharging. Which, by the way, it's not cheap. Nope. No, it's, it's 45. It's well, 45. It's time of use, at least around here. It's time. Yeah. What's crazy about it uh, is, you know, we're so used to EA just being this price fixed thing, you know, that if I'm in Illinois, this is the rate I'm paying. Well, I was thumbing around in my Tesla looking at the supercharger. I'm like, okay, the Meyer that I go grocery shopping at is 36 cents all day long. But then a Woodman's grocery store that I have by me is 42 during peak hours and 26 uh, off, off peak. I'm like, I didn't think that this is, this is the gas situation all over again. Then now I need to shop for my electrons. <laughs> I think that that it, but it makes sense, and it's yeah. about load on the network, yeah, and For and sure. it's the same thing in California. Um, apparently, and I remember somebody saying, so yeah, the the target, the what, the seventy two kilowatt ones at, at Target superchargers, okay. those have better prices, but part of that is subsidized by Target. Oh, okay. So anyway, on that bombshell. Those those were our those were our thoughts. Uh, we're going to post this uh, video uh, to my channel, uh, but still go and look at his channel at uh, EV Motoring. Uh, we're also going to put it on the podcast, and we'll so, get back so, to. So oh. one thing I want to mention that we keep you know we start keeping track of now is it had been relatively difficult to track down an Ionic Five and some of these other EVs <laughs> out there. I want to see what happens to do they start getting in this price war. Or do they just kind of stay aside and kind of hope that uh, and, and let their inventory balloon a little bit? Or will their inventory not balloon because enough people will just want their cars still? But that'll be the ID, the ID4 went up $1,500 two days ago, went, uh, a few days ago. <laughs> mm, let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what happens. Whatever does happen, you can be sure that we will talk about it because, you know, what else we have to, to do? <laughs> exactly. Uh, Joe, thanks as ever. Take care until next time and have a safe road trip. Yeah. Thank you, my friend. Speak to you soon.